This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Have you heard of the Earn It Act? Well, if not, you're not alone. It's a controversial bill that aims to hold tech companies responsible for posts containing child pornography. Though it's gotten little attention, critics of the bill say it could mean big changes for digital privacy. As lawmakers attempt to get tough with big tech, have they gone too far? Joining us to talk tech and anti-social media is Kat Zakreski, technology policy reporter at The Washington Post. Hey, Kat, welcome back to Reset. Hey, thank you so much for having me on the show. Can you explain to us exactly what the Earn It Act could do? Sure. So under the Earn It Act, tech companies would lose some of the longstanding protections that they've had under a legal shield called Section 230. Basically, this bill would open them up to more lawsuits over posts um, about child sexual abuse material. Um, And it would also create a national commission of law enforcement, abuse survivors, and industry experts to develop best practices to address child abuse online. And so this bill is really getting at a major problem that policymakers are becoming increasingly concerned about. But at the same time, there are a lot of advocates for privacy and free speech that say the bill as written could have some side effects on encryption and other technologies that are used to uh, allow free speech online. Federal law already requires websites and social media platforms to report child pornography when they find it. This bill, though, gives uh, state attorneys general to uh, uh, give some new enforcement powers. Is that correct? Exactly. So already, um, you know, tech companies can face federal liability for child abuse on their platforms. But this law would basically make it so that state attorneys general uh, could bring cases against them. And it could also, uh, you know, open the door for states to create new laws governing, uh, you know, how companies need to report and remove child abuse that they find on their platforms. Walk us through the complaints that uh, critics have about this bill. So a lot of the complaints basically center on concerns that this could, you know, limit encryption. Um, For a long time, there's been tension between privacy advocates and law enforcement over encryption because, you know, privacy advocates say encryption is a really important tool for keeping us safe online. It makes it so that only the sender of a recipient, sender and a recipient can view the contents of a message. So uh, that can be really good for protecting personal information that you're sharing on the internet. But the other side of the coin is that law enforcement says that this has been a really powerful tool for bad actors, including you know people who are sharing child pornography to be able to operate online without oversight from companies and law enforcement. And Mm. so um, some technologists and advocates have warned that the bill bill could open the door to harming uh, encryption. They say that um, basically this law could allow state attorneys general to use the fact that tech companies offer encryption as a piece of evidence that they were negligent in addressing um, child abuse on their platforms. The bill specifically says that that can't be the only evidence, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't stamp it out from being used entirely, which has privacy advocates really worried because they say that this could potentially discourage companies from investing more and rolling out more encryption. Yeah, that encryption technology piece is is, uh, 
Interesting. And you've got some some very different organizations working together in opposition to this bill, don't we? That's exactly right. Um, so, you know, we've seen the traditional groups that you might expect um, on the tech industry side raise concerns about the bill um, and also some think tanks that are funded by the tech companies. But we've also seen um, independent security experts and legal experts. I, I talked to, for example, some experts at the Stanford Internet Observatory who have raised concerns about this. We've also seen um, some advocacy groups um, that are usually, you know, very much on the side of uh, the lawmakers trying to regulate tech companies. One that comes to mind is public knowledge, um, basically raising concerns that, you know, there could be some unintended consequences on privacy if Congress is to move forward with this legislation. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you're just tuning in, we're discussing the Earn It Act with Kat Zakreski, technology policy reporter at The Washington Post. So, Kat, critics, they're essentially saying this bill could have all sorts of unintended consequences. Is that right? That's right. So in addition to the concerns about the impact this could have on encryption, there's um, you know concern about this having potentially a effect on free expression, free expression online. Um, you know, some advocates are warning that companies might go too far in trying to avoid lawsuits and they might end up taking down um, speech that is legal. The reason they're so concerned about this is because um, they've seen this happen before with um, other legislation that has taken aim at Section 230. There was a law that passed a few years ago called FOSTA-SESTA that was intended to target sex trafficking online, but facing the threat of more litigation over sex trafficking content, companies then moved on to take down broad swaths of sexual content. Um, And some advocacy groups say that that had negative impacts on the LGBTQ community and sex workers. And so anytime we have, you know, bills proposed that take aim at this legal shield, there's a real worry among free speech advocates that it could lead to the pendulum going too far and we could see situations where um, in their attempts to root out um, illegal content that is abusing children, these companies could go too far and and take down totally legal content too. Mm. Well, so are critics' fears of of government overreach and internet censorship, are, are they justified? I think there's, you know, two camps. You have the lawmakers who are pushing this legislation who really feel that the bill is narrowly targeted enough only at material exploiting children that, you know, is illegal and that most people do not want to have online. They they say that this is narrowly targeted enough, but you have at the same time a lot of groups that have advocated for free expression and privacy saying that this goes too far. And so, um, you know, it seemed that lawmakers passed this out of committee. They, they advanced it to the floor. And so it seems there's a lot of bipartisan support for this legislation in, mm-hmm. in Congress right now. Um, but we did hear, you know, so, some members of the Senate Judiciary Committee that was considering this legislation uh, echo some of those concerns, um, particularly around privacy and uh, talk about how some changes need to be made to the bill before uh, it sees a full Senate vote. And so I think that's what the lawmakers will be struggling with over the next few weeks. Can they make changes 
to better preserve people's privacy while still ensuring that this bill has teeth and would allow state attorneys general to do more to um, protect children online. What about big tech and, and social media companies? What's their response been to this bill? So the tech companies themselves have largely been quiet this time around on the bill, um, but you know they, they've been working through some of their trade associations to raise concerns about the ways that this bill could limit free speech. Um, in general, Section 230, the legal shield that this bill would affect, is, is really a sensitive area for these tech companies. Um, you know, some people uh, call Section 230 the law that created the internet because. There's an argument that if, you know, these companies did have to face lawsuits every time uh, users posted problematic content on their websites, they they wouldn't exist today because they would have been bogged down by litigation years ago. And so, um, you know, I think there's a real sensitivity in Silicon Valley to any um, changes, even narrow ones, to uh, Section 230. And, Mm -hmm. And so we're seeing that play out now. I mean, if nothing else, this is pretty bad publicity for them, isn't it? Exactly. I mean, I do think that that is one of the reasons why we haven't seen the tech companies themselves very active in um, fighting against the legislation and instead turning to surrogates on this. Um, You know, no tech company wants to appear uh, in any way to oppose efforts to keep children safe from pornography or exploitation online. And, you know, we've seen the companies uh, under public pressure take various steps to get better at detecting uh, that type of harmful content on their services and and reporting it to law enforcement. Um, Mm -hmm. But there's a real feeling in Washington that uh, these tech companies haven't done enough and uh, there needs to be more more done to hold them accountable. Well, you mentioned that uh, this has already passed unanimously through the Senate Judiciary Committee. Have any other senators voiced hesitation with the bill? So, I mean, during the committee vote, um, we saw that several senators, um, including senators from California, we saw Senator Cory Booker raise, uh, Senator Mike Lee, so senators from both parties raise real concerns about the privacy implications of this bill and just saying that, you know, as, as huge of a problem as child exploitation is online, as you know, seriously, as they take that issue, that they also are taking the concerns of the privacy community seriously. And they called on the bill's authors to, uh, you know, take some time to address those changes before uh, this sees a full Senate vote. So, um, so yes, uh, there, there was broad support on the Senate Judiciary Committee. I think, you know, one of the big questions with this legislation is uh, just, you know, the, the timing. Um, certainly, the clock is ticking before mm-hmm. the midterm elections. There is a you know wide variety of priorities that the Democrats are trying to push through Congress, um, and I think the question at this point is: Can this bill get you know the time and detention it needs to pass through Congress and become law? Um, you know, actually, a very similar version of the Earned Act uh, passed through the Senate Judiciary Committee in, in the previous Congress but never saw a full floor vote in the Senate. So, um, you know, I think the question now is, uh, now that this has cleared that that first hurdle on the Senate Judiciary Committee, can lawmakers get it past the floor? And will we see, um, you know, other parts of the federal government, whether it's the White House or, um, you know, enforcers who deal with these issues like the Justice Department, 
will we see those agencies and organizations uh, doing more to, to gin up public and congressional support for this legislation. That's Kat Zakreski, technology policy reporter at The Washington Post. Kat, thanks for that update. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.